When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is super crosstalk time. Andy Kamenetsky's here. George Sedano expected to join any moment. Do you think he's so forlorn no, over screwing up no. the Jaime Hawkes thing that he, he's boycotting crosstalk? It is truthfully the only mistake I have ever heard George Sedano make. Can you think of another mistake? Mistake. No, Sedano <laughs> mistake. Another mistake. Mistake. Sedano has. Well, at least made. he doesn't talk with the sibling ass. Yes. The wrong assumption. <laughs> the wrong assumption. <laughs> Yes. Uh, no, this is the only thing I've ever heard him get wrong. I mean, he's been alive, what, 40-something years? Yes. It took him that long to make a mistake. That's Correct. pretty good. That's amazing. That's pretty good. That's amazing. To me, it's the bro that yes. makes it. Bro. The, when he adds bro at the it's end. It's not happening, bro. Heat are not taking Jaime Hawkes, bro. <laughs> I mean, the bro makes it sound like just the suggestion of Hawkes going to the heat is the dumbest thing anybody bro. could float. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Is what? he really not showing? He's not here yet. All right. Okay. I mean, uh, that that's weird. Am I going to be vamping for three hours yeah, by myself? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are you just not it's, wanting to come on the, the Andy Kamenetsky show. How about that? Are you ready, Andy? Andy, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so great. So great. So, uh, Andy, what do you uh, you do? Were you so as as a co-host of the Locked On Lakers podcast? Were you surprised the Lakers made both picks rather than trading out? Not totally shocked, just because a lot of this is going to be dependent on what's happening around the league. And draft day itself, like you could see by the time the Lakers went at 17, it had been quiet. And a lot of what happens before that, I think, is a sign of what is either in or not in motion. I have a theory about what you're talking about. You tell me if you agree with it. I think, and we asked Rob Palenka about this when he was on today at 2.15, um, I actually think this new CBA is a cloud over every potential move that's made. Like everybody's saying, why would the Warriors go out and get Chris Paul? The Warriors didn't go out and get Chris Paul, Andy. They got out of the Jordan Poole contract. Yeah, big part of it for sure. Right. And so I think that a lot of people said, oh, the Lakers are going to trade out. And, and they may, they still I, may. And I, I thought they were going to take the 17th pick and turn it into a veteran. But, look, Mace, that would mean money. Correct, and I think any anything anything like that I talk about that you guys talk about on Locked On Lakers, everything has to come through the lens of does this raise your payroll substantially? Yeah. Because if it does, and it wipes out your exceptions, I think most teams are going to balk. Well, also too, does it raise your payroll in a way that makes it worth it? Like I'm sure that there is some type of deal Palinka could have done yesterday. But that doesn't but mean it was closed a closed off other options. Right. It doesn't mean it was a good enough deal well, to make you, it you, worth it. Oh! Oh! Shit. Whoa! Whoa! How about that? Whoa! He comes in here with bats. You guys are lying to me. Lying about me today. Whoa! Whoa! By the way, he was supposed to go from home today. This is a big time rally. He actually left. What do you guys want to talk about? No, you you is right now. He's Al Capone. Team. Team. He's walking around with bats. Yeah. First of all, I was not wrong. Oh, who did the Heat draft? Jaime Hawkins. Jaime Hawkins. Lindsay, who did the Heat draft? They did not draft Jaime Hawkins. They drafted Jaime Hawkins Jr. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's go. Now what? Part of a team. Wow. Here, team. Is team. Pissed off I, as I've I ever seen I am so impressed him. that you drove down here to be a part of this in person. Sedano actually left the kids home alone. It was yeah, this I, important that but, he do this. Actually, you want to know a funny story? Yeah. So, Andy knows because I was talking to him, and my kids are at a camp, and <laughs> they're like a sleepaway camp. No, no, like a day camp. Day camp. Okay. And I, uh, I get off the phone with Andy because I have to rush to go get them, and I'm calling my wife asking her how long before you get home because I want to try to make it to the studio, right. and she's like, well, it's I think I'm gonna get there at two forty-five. I said, well, if you get there at two forty-five, I can make it, and uh, so I'm like, well, let me let me let you go because I'm pulling into the camp, and I said the name of the camp. And she's like, no, wrong camp. And I was like, you've got to be glad, freaking I'm kidding I'm glad me. you said the name of the yeah. camp. 
Well, that could yeah. have been a little disaster. So I was going to pull in and be like, hey, where are my kids? Yeah. yeah. And then I had to rush across town to go get them somewhere else. So I almost didn't make it because uh, of that. Okay, so George, now that I was wrong about. Yeah. yeah now, yeah. George, just in case people haven't heard... <laughs> Then what yeah, happened just, here? Yes, Sonato came in with two baseball yeah. bats. In ca- in one for each of you. In case <laughs> one you, for each of you. In case you missed it. So, George, you know what the last mock draft I read? I know, it, it was like, he's like in the top 20. Hawk yeah, but you know who's the, taking him, um, according to Giovanni. Who, the Heat? The Heat at 18. No chance. Mm. <laughs> with the 18th pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the Miami Heat select... Jaime Jaquez Jr. 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 Exactly. You're, you're what nowhere. was I wrong about? Was okay. Now, Givoni had the, way, the father getting drafted. Exactly. <laughs> George, yeah. we've been way more wrong. I mean, this this was wrong. Listen, you know, numbers, names, John, as you know, <laughs> yes. that could be challenging at times. But right. here's the weirdest part of this story. Oh, oh. <laughs> what? You think, Lindsay, what? you think that was a reach? <laughs> no, that was just funny. Okay. Here's the weirdest part about this whole story. George, as somebody who watches a lot of Heat games... I know this. You're going to love Hawkins. Oh, no, no, no. This, so You're going to love him. He's and, and like all, your kind of guy. All, all kidding aside, this was never about him, the player. Mm-hmm. This was about they the need, fit. They need yeah. three things way more than what Jaime Hawkins brings. They need size, which he doesn't bring. He's 6'6". Like, he's big for 6'6". He's 225 pounds. Right. But they need actual size they need scoring which i don't think he can do in abundance in the nba right okay and they also need um what was the other thing scoring um athleticism they need athleticism too because the outside of bam and jimmy the rest of those guys are not athletic they're they're specialists for the most part here's my counter to that and why i think he's going to fit perfectly in with the he's smart and not only they love love smart players he is a baller, man. He'll play dirty. No, he's good. He'll grab you. He's Pat Riley's kind of guy. He, so what does Riley always... You never hear Riley talk about his team without mentioning the word toughness he, or tough. He was know. one of my he's favorite college players to watch the last couple of years. Um, I just wonder what kind of player he's going to be. Now... I text this to you yesterday. That by I the said, way, I found out from you. I was at dinner with Lisa. Oh, and that's you funny. Go, I can't believe this. I just took Jaime Hawkins. Yeah. I think my response was... That can't be possible. Somebody swore to me that could not happen. <laughs> well, I, yeah. well, I was I, I wrote Junior, I believe. I got an email, uh, by the way, five minutes after they chose Hawkes. Well, yeah. here are the clips of George. Yeah, Zanis I'm sure Bergman had that. Right. Oh, I texted yeah, Bergman right. yesterday. Yeah. I was like, "Am I misremembering this, or did Sedano yeah. insist no, this, price, this was the not going to happen?" We've been way more about things like than oh, you no, were I, yesterday. I, I, I actually don't. You're care. now in the club. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> well, to fit in on this show, you have to get yes, something right. So the but if if my worst thing getting wrong was the 18th pick in the NBA draft. Yeah, I feel right. okay about exactly. it. But, but real quick, I, I think he's a really good player. Yeah. I just wonder, and this is what I was texting you about, it seems like to me you draft him because you're going to let Max Struess walk in free agency. That's what mm-hmm. makes sense because he can be, they, they, can, they feel like they can make anybody a shooter and he's already got a good enough stroke even though he hasn't hit him at a high clip. But he does other things that Max doesn't, right? right? So I feel like they look at it as 22, ready to play, can do some of the stuff Struess can do, and maybe even a little more. Right. And I think, you know, the whole heat culture is based on guys who are just not going to take any crap and who are tough. And that's Hawkins. And so I think you're going to, I think the the end of the story. He said his favorite player is Jimmy Butler. Like, I want to believe that. But right. I mean, I the end of this. Too. But yeah, Jimmy, I mean, that's what I. And my yeah. favorite coach is Eric Spolster. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy is going to love the fact is Pat Riley. Like, Pat Riley. Like, yeah. like, by the way, guys, he he did not come out of UCLA games. He played like forty oh, no, minutes a, a game all the time. Listen, yeah. when in, I would say the I know that they, not this past season, but the previous season, they underachieved as a team. But the one before that, when they went to the Final Four. Him and uh, uh, Juzang were by far the best two players. And on by the, team. the way, George, this year they're better than you think they were. They got knocked out by Gonzaga oh, yeah. when that Strather yeah. took a forty footer right. with the game on the line right. and won it, or else they would have made it to the Elite Eight. Right, or Greg, was that to go to the Final Four? No, that no, was no, Suggs. No, no, was you think he sucks a couple years ago? You think he sucks? No, yeah, no, but no, but that, that Strather. No, he also hit a shot. No, but yeah, I'm saying, but the one that the Final Four was Suggs was the other one. But I think you're going to end up loving him. It like I think the wrongest I've ever been was about Russell Westbrook. I was convinced Russell Westbrook was going to elevate the Lakers and make them a finals team. What's what's the thing you think you've missed oh, on the James most? Oh, James Harden. I said James Harden would not be a great player. I watched him play in college, and I'm like, I don't know what the deal is with this guy. Like, 
that's by far the one where I missed in the yeah. biggest. Andy, biggest what's way. your biggest miss as a as a media guy? I think. Around the time when Kobe demanded a trade, I wrote something about how I don't want to trade Kobe, but I think they're absolutely going to have to because I don't think this can be fixed. Uh, and I was off on that one. Uh, mine was definitely uh, the argument over Mike Trout and Yasiel Puig. Which guy would you rather have? And I said Puig. And I argued <laughs> I mean, Puig at least if you would have said Harper, there would have been more people <laughs> yeah, on your no, side at the beginning. But it know? was at the height of Puig, Puig mania. breaking on okay, the Half team. of your argument... Puig's more fun. That part you were well, right about. Still fun. Fun. You were yeah. right yeah. about that part. Yeah. I think he does cool. have all the, the like, West this year. Uh, well, five words for you. I believe in Mark Sanchez. Oh, no. So yeah, that, Sanchez? Yeah. 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 When was this? When uh, Sanchez went to Denver and he ended up never playing a game oh, for him. Yeah. I mean, I thought you meant like when he was going to the Jets or something. Yeah, that was Jen Latta, and she knew the minute Mason said we were in Bristol doing first take. Oh, was this first take? Yeah. Oh, okay. And she, she knew the she minute said, oh, that he boy. said it. Oh, no. Oh, no, she said. <laughs> but what was the one we played? We played a Skip Bayless miss. Oh, it was about Johnny Menzel. Well, do you follow about, the uh, the Twitter account, Freezing the, Cold Takes? Freezing Cold Takes said they just great. Oh, I know stuff. the guy who I've created been, that, yeah, that account. I've been on, have you been on Freezing Cold Takes? Oh, my God. I've been on Freezing Cold Takes, too. That guy, Yasiel Puig. I mean, the guy built an, a business online on that Twitter account. They are the funniest damn things. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing how wrong people can be. All right. So we, before you walked in, George, we were talking about the fact that this new CBA is kind of hovering, and, and we had Plinka on today, and he was talking about it. It's kind of hovering over everything that you... So isn't, guys, isn't Phoenix the test case? They've blown past the second apron. Yeah. If they win it all next year... Don't you think more teams will say, okay, screw it, I'll just spend? Or Boston. The Celtics spent a ton, too. Like, there's going to be a third apron created for the Suns and um, the Celtics. I still think there's going to be always, there's always going to be a team that's going to want to blow past it or do whatever they got to do to win. But, yeah, if you win it, it's always going to be worth it. But there's an inherent risk that you aren't going to win it. So I think there are more teams or franchises and owners, particularly because this is a financial thing, that are more risk-averse then right. they are willing to roll the dice. You got a 40-something-year-old billionaire yep. who has been dying to buy an NBA team for five years, finally got his hands on one. He's like, I'll show you guys. And by the way, some of these guys seriously don't give it. I, like, I was looking at uh, operating income for Major League Baseball. <laughs> by the way, what am I doing last night? Well, I'm looking at operating income for Major League Were Baseball. Were you doing teams. that? Just yeah. to see what the Dodgers could spend? You know how much the Dodgers made in operating income last year? How much? Five million dollars. Right. That was the profit. Uh, look, if you are going to the Mets lost three hundred yeah, million dollars, yeah. he doesn't care. He doesn't. He. It it's makes a no toy to him. To him, it's a toy. Right. And I think those are the best owners, the ones that. Right. It's but just in the what, the difference is, Mace, in the NBA now, if you do that, if you go Steve Cohen Correct. in the NBA, you limit your options. Well, they live in an your, your free world. agency options and your buyout options and things like that. There you is go, no salary cap in the. Yeah, and right. like Rob. Rob called it today a pseudo hard cap mm -hmm. it basically operates as a hard cap right and if you're a team like phoenix let's use them as the example since you brought them up in theory that team that's trying to win the championship is always going to be looking at the buyout market and adding a guy here there and look i know the buyout market is is rarely uh, some sort of panacea but every once in a while a guy comes out of there that helps a team win a championship markeith morris actually for the lakers in 2020 was helpful off the buyout market. i mean we were talking about the heat earlier uh, birdman um with lebron was yeah. there like they yeah. got him they went 39 and 2 after they got him Jesus. it was insane yeah because yeah. he was exactly what they needed. Yep. So when do you guys think NBA stuff starts to happen? Do we not? Well, did not, you see what Dame Lillard already did? No. No, what do you do? He posted on his Instagram, welcome, the song. he's listening to the song, Welcome to Miami. Oh, wow. No, is he really? Yeah, I sent it to Andy yeah. for the show to talk about it. The Will Smith song. Yeah. Do they have a way to do it? Well, he can't be traded till July 9th because that's when he signed the extension, a year from when he signed but the extension. But do they still have the room to do it? Who yeah, Miami? well, I mean, they, they could just make the money work. Yeah, they have, they could they send have the them, salaries. They could send them Tyler Hero. Kyle Lowry is like 30-something yeah. million expiring. So then you got Jimmy Butler with Dame Lillard. And Bam. And Bam. Yeah, and think about if you're Portland. And Jaime Hawkins Jr. Hawkins. If you're Junior. Portland, yeah. that isn't all of a sudden now the worst deal in the world because you need to give Scoot shots. You need to get Listen. shots for Anthony Simons. You're not winning it with Dame. Why not let him go? Here's the thing. This has been the worst dance for now more than a year. They know 
They're gonna they're gonna pay him sixty six million dollars. They're a small market franchise. Not that Miami is a big market they franchise. They can't compete in the West. Correct. Yeah. Like you've won four series with him. It's been a great run, but you've won four series. You haven't been in the playoffs in two years. Just hit the full reset. Well, Just go. But is it? It's him that is deciding. It's not them. It's him. No, but he, you they could. It's, you no, it's neither the, side if says don't trade me. No, they, but neither win. side wants to be the bad guy here, according right. to everybody. That's what it is. It's a game of chicken to see who wants to be the bad guy. But George, the, they one thing that Portland would insist on, I would think, is picks. And didn't the Heat unload all their four. picks in the Lowry deal? No. Okay. No, they have four now. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that could help. And I, they could. I was going to say Hawkins. No, yeah. That's How do you true. feel about yeah. Portland, Jaime? I mean, yeah. he, he could just as easily end oh, up there. Oh, that makes Sedano right? Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> if he never plays a game for the Heat, Sedano was oh, yeah. right. Summer Sedano League doesn't count. Fi- find yeah. out Correct. if Miami's been doing any intel work, oh, how listen. much Portland likes Jaime Hawkins Jr. I will tell you this. There's no question he's probably going to be part of the deal. So. Oh, really? I mean, if they trade for Dame, they're going to want young players, yeah, too. Yeah, right. Sure. Right. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah, that's, that's actually They're going to want picks and players. They're going to want... Hero, they're going to want uh, Hakez. They may want the kid Jovic that they drafted last year. They right. would probably want all those guys. Yeah. So I j- just to pivot out of this because I know you got uh, three hours of it. Oh yeah. So although Andy's got some great stories, we're going to talk oh, about. Does he good. today? Good. He came up with a great rundown today. Oh no! Nice. <laughs> I wish Cappy would do this work. Yeah. No, Andy. I mean, it's me good, every good day. luck. I mean, me and Lindsay are putting this thing together every day. <laughs> Andy, when he said, "I'll send you some thoughts," this thing was like a whole like seven paragraphs. Andy's good. Andy's good. Oh my God! It was like my roast. Okay. So, Can you? Yeah. <laughs> it was like roast. It went on and on and on. But Cat. good. By the way, but the roast good. was funny. Thank you. Yes. Long but good. No, yeah. I didn't think it was long. I thought you hit every note. I, I don't think it was long. I, eat it, Morales. I did not think I it was agree. wrong either. I think Morales was wrong. Uh, well, Morales, Morales just didn't like it wasn't his shine at the That's moment. what I was going to say. Morales hated the idea of following it. That yeah. was yeah. the problem. Okay, so let me get this before we go. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we have decided that we are going to start a Mesa and Ireland reality show. I saw this. <laughs> Lindsay caught you. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it's going to be like the show before the show. Right. Now... Don't you think that's kind of? I mean, you're basically going to make you're going to you're going to force Cappy when he gets back to literally right. do the show in like a bikini or something. Yeah, no, I definitely, because that's the only way. Now, if, if you guys are going to do what we decided to do, yeah. he's going to want to top you. Here's the question: He's going to make it really, more salacious, so John will watch. Are you right. really going to do it? Yes, or is it we just already the started. Thing we doing did. It. We already put out a pilot. Yeah, we already have oh, one you have episode. A pilot? Yeah, did where do I watch up? it? Yeah. It's on, it's, on, oh, okay. it's on Twitter. It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's like it's no. It's like the Pool Boy show. It's on oh, Hulu. Jerry and the Pool Boy. You know that show, right? <laughs> I've heard of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, we're uh, Ireland's on assignment Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. I'm on assignment on Monday. Why don't you come on with Tuesday. me on Sunday? I'm doing the Sparks game on ABC. Are you? Yeah. Why don't you come down? Oh sure. No. Support the Sparks. I love the Sparks. Okay. But no, I'm not. So what time are you getting there? I am getting. I'm on assignment. <laughs> Any other day. I'm on assignment. If it were any other day. Yeah. Yeah. You're on assignment? I'm on assignment. What assignment is that? uh, I'm working on multiple projects. Cannabis project? Uh, Seriously big projects. I will announce it at the end of the When are you going to the Green Cross of Torrance? Can you just pick it up for me? You want me to grab it for you? Yeah. Uh, But I'm probably not going there for a little while. Yeah, he loaded me. That's my issue. He loaded me up. And and now he says I got another box for you. I haven't gotten through the first look, box. Look, our yet. guy Chris of the Green Cross of Torrance is a big fan of the station. I look, I love the guy. I know he's got a basket of uh, stuff Goodies. set aside for me. Goodies. Medicine. Medicine, exactly. Yes. Use your but, neck. But South Bay. It's not that far from you. Yeah, wait, wait, in Venice? What are you not talking about? You went to Pasadena last weekend. Yeah. It's closer and than I that. I stayed there for three days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so hot in Pasadena. It is hot in Pasadena. <laughs> That's what we were kind of looking for. All right. Uh, coming up next for you, three hours of stupidity with apparently some great A-camp bits, too. Uh, Shadano along with Andy Kamenitsky yeah. coming the bat? up next. Yeah, give me the bat. Give me the bat. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Mason's off again on Monday? A tradition unlike on any assignment. other. On assignment. On assignment, sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I should have asked you to do is roast us again today, just us. <laughs> you should have roasted just me and Cappy today without Cappy here. We could have called Cappy because he's been dying for us to call him. I don't know if you know this. No. So literally, I'm not even joking. I said this the last two days. So he leaves on, what day was it? Tuesday. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. And the creepiest thing ever, we're walking down the hallway and uh, we were going to the restroom before leaving. So like weird, we're going to the restroom together already. Kind of weird. <laughs> so he's already, he's walking next to me and he goes, Hey man, so I just want to let you know that, uh, you know, you can call me if you want, uh, you know, I'll be, uh, you know, I'll be available and stuff. And I'm like, it's your girlfriend's birthday. You're going to be gone for three days. Why would I call you? Well, yeah, I just want to let you know I, I'm, I'm available. <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Him and Mace are cut from the exact same cloth. Oh, my God. Like, they want to be away, but they can't stand Time to out. be away. I completely disagree because Mason, when he, he won't even answer texts a lot of times because he'll be like, when I'm at home, I don't I don't want to participate in the work it stuff. It depends how high he is. You're right. Because during the show, like, if it's during our show, I think it's like past our broadcast hours. Because if you text him, like, during a game at night or on a weekend, he is not responding. Right, but, but Mace has talked before about, like, the push-pull between not wanting to do the work day in, day out, but desperately wanting the attention and people oh, yeah. watching him, listening to him. That's why he does it, right? Exactly. I mean, again, it's a push-pull for Mace. Wants to be on vacation. Like, if he could find a way to publicly be on vacation, that's Mace's sweet spot right there. Well, mm. he did when he posted uh, the waterfall oh, nude yeah. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. The censored nude on, in the waterfall. I think Cappy thinks he has time to talk, but I had a conversation with him briefly because he's like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. And I Of just course like, he has no time you know to talk. I mean? You like, think she's like, going to let him talk? I'm like, Cappy, don't don't say you're available when you're really not available. Just don't be available on vacation. Yeah, no one should. You're on vacation. No one's going to get mad at you for not being available. No offense. I don't talk to any of you people when yeah. I'm on vacation. No, and same. I'm like, I'm off. Like the other Leave day, they were like, call Morales. I was like, no, he's got the day off. They're like, call him. He did it. Well, answer. it didn't matter. I mean, he, yeah. he, he's different. He's never <laughs> yeah. really off. You're right. Yeah. He's kind of always on call. Yeah. So there's that. Um, so are you excited for the Lakers? Yeah, I actually liked what they did. I, I thought the moves actually keeping the pick. Yeah. The guys that they actually drafted, um, The I think the skill sets that they bring in. Mm-hmm. I thought they were interesting. I, I I liked what they did. I I will admit I am not an expert on Jalen Hochefino. I did or, see him play about a handful of times. Or, I didn't see Max Lewis play at all. Right. I I don't know. I mean, Max I've only Lo- seen the videos. Right. But yeah. I have heard you know I've heard scouting reports on them. I've read scouting reports when we did some stuff at Locked On Lakers. Our draft preview. These these are actually guys who came up. By the way, you can find Locked On Lakers wherever you find your podcast. Yeah, anywhere you get your podcast, five days a week. There's also Georgia YouTube component. I heard about that. There is, in fact, a YouTube component. Yeah, but I had heard good things about both these guys. Like if you look at all the mocks, the consensus is the Lakers, if nothing else, drafted in a way where they got value for their picks. Like they did. They did not. It seems like reached for either one of these guys. Right. Um. I would agree with that, and it seems now obvious why they traded up to 40, right? Because they wanted to get Lewis. Or somebody, if nothing else, they had a Lewis. A group of guys. They had Lewis among the people they earmarked in the in, 40 in range. In that range, right. The Huchifino, I don't think either guy actually plays very much this year, if I was being honest. Um, mostly because, I mean, well, look, injuries obviously dictate that in a different way, but... I just don't think Darwin's going to play a lot of young guys. And LeBron is probably playing what we think maybe his last year. We'll at, see. You know, so I, I just don't see a lot of scenarios where those guys are going to get meaningful minutes. I think they could maybe. I, Lewis, no. I mean, Lewis is considered more a of project. a project. Yes. But I I'm think, talking about even JHS. I actually think there could be an opportunity for him maybe to play about 12 minutes a game. The reason being, 
He apparently can defend at an NBA level. Oh, no. He is an excellent point of attack defender. And, and, in, and for a team that suffers defensive lapses, let's call them, in transition, he's if he's on the floor, those things will happen with less frequency. I, I think you, you are correct. Like, Darvin Ham, like, frankly, most coaches... Don't play rookies. They don't want to play rookies. Unless they have to and they're in a rebuilding unless they, Yeah, unless yeah. they have to or, yeah. you know, Mike Malone ended up finding somebody in Christian Brown who he could play. Mike. Michael. 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 Yes. Well, are we still, are we as a Laker station still feuding with Malone? Are Is we the, feuding with Malone? Well, he's feuding with us. Well, he's feuding with LeBron. He's Well, he's feuding with LeBron. He's feuding yeah. with the Lakers, which yeah. means by extension, that's he's feuding good. with us. Let's be honest. Well, then I'm going to keep it going for Mike Malone. Oh, sorry. Mike. I, I, Mike. I cannot call him Mike. His name is Michael. Uh, I will call him Mike. I'll call him Mike. And Mike Malone found Mama named him Michael. I'm going to call him Michael. <laughs> well, for a long time, he said, Mama named me Michael. Call me Mike. Yeah. So, you know, this guy this guy can't dictate all the terms. Okay. All right. But anyway. I do think it's good for the league that the champion and the Lakers are bickering at each <laughs> yes. other. I think it's uh, honestly some of the best thing you could hope for it's, moving forward. <laughs> like, this was the feud nobody saw coming. Oh, it's it, great. It's delightful. I'll take it. Yeah. So anyway, you were saying, so you think he could play a few minutes. I, I mean, here and there, maybe I, I just don't see a lot of opportunity. Now, look, we have to also see what the rest of the roster looks like. Right. That's part of the equation, too. But, you know, at first glance, I just don't expect him to play meaningful minutes. I think that's the key word. Well, they're meaning. I will say this. They're meaningful if they help get LeBron AD and the guys who matter through the season. Right. Then they actually become meaningful. Like. Yeah. We have a tendency to forget that the regular season actually matters because we're so focused on the postseason. A lot of what happens in the regular season affects what you do in the postseason. So it was interesting because yesterday we were on kind of Kobe Bufkin watch because I feel like that was the guy that they probably had higher in that range. And um, when he went, then I felt like they went with their next option, which was was Fino, um, so, which is the nickname. Um, and it's uh, failing is not an option, yeah. right? Him and his family, it's a motto, yep. which is kind of cool. It is very I mean, cool. He seems like a great kid. His mom made it up, apparently. Yes. Yeah, yeah, when they were little. Um, and you have learned that he's a vegetarian. Yes. I, so I, for all the vegans out there. I started going through his Twitter feed because I wanted to learn more about him. And right. I found um, <laughs> something that he did with Chipotle, hashtag Chipotle partner. Right. Tofu? Yeah, he, well, he sat down with uh, Ashley Brewer oh, the ESPN. Our friend, yeah. Yeah, she's great. And- he explained, because his burrito bowl, he's a bowl guy, not a burrito guy, he's a bowl guy, mm-hmm. is basically all rice, lettuce, beans, and salsa. And he explained it's because a couple of years ago, for conditioning reasons, health reasons, really he thought it would help his body. Okay. He decided to cut out all meat, which I imagine, I mean, regardless of whether you think that's effective or not, that's a commitment he made when he was like 17, 18 that's probably something that impresses the Lakers when they think about just commitment at a young age, seriousness at a young age. Like that you would do that at that young of an age. It's smart, um, I would say, because, you know, a lot of guys, to your point, particularly in sports, have at least dabbled, right? If maybe not um, full time. It's become more popular, though, in, among NBA players. People have mixed in more of the plant-based stuff. Yeah, I don't JaVale think McGee, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. I mean, I remember <laughs> I had this conversation with Chris Paul years ago when he was in Houston and when he first went uh, vegan. And he, uh, I said, what do you miss the most? He goes, cookies. Aren't there vegan cookies? Yeah, but like real cookies. He oh, yeah. 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 That would be rough. My vegan's tough. I remember years, I mean, this is like 20-something years ago or whatever, yeah. I dated this girl who was a hardcore vegan every single date, real food daily. Like that was the only place we could go in this entire city. <laughs> it was before like things exploded. Yeah. Every single time, real food daily. So on you were a vegan in essence. Um, Did you sneak in some meat? <laughs> oh, I, every single moment I wasn't with her. <laughs> <laughs> that to me had to be hilarious. You'd be like, oh. honey, what are you doing? I'm trying. Well, some here's the thing too. She was, she was also like, she claimed this hardcore animal rights activist. Okay. Which, great. You know, cool. whatever. I, I, yep. I'm a big animal guy myself. Me too. But I remember I said something. I don't remember what it was uh, regarding animals that rubbed her the wrong way. Uh-oh. And she started getting upset. Uh-oh. And then I pointed out to her, you know, the iguana that you have in your apartment, 
I don't think Hollywood is the natural habitat of this iguana. So yeah, right. let's settle down a yeah, little yeah. bit before you start right. lecturing me on all this. The relationship didn't last that long. Didn't George. sound like no, it would. Yeah. No. Yeah. So how long were you vegan-ish? Uh, I was <laughs> vegan-ish. I don't know, maybe a month, mm. something like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, coming up next, let's get into, you mentioned Chris Paul a second ago. So you and I have not had a chance to really kind of discuss what the Warriors are doing. And like, I, I, I really, I don't know if it's going to work, but I kind of understand what they're trying to I do. I absolutely get it. Yeah. I totally so, so get let, it. So let's do some of that. Plus, uh, we mentioned earlier, Dame is up to stuff, which is why the NBA is the best sport in the world. Sure is. Um, it's just this part of the NBA that's even beyond the sport is just fantastic. So we'll get to all that coming up. Stick around. We're back in a couple minutes here on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This Avril Lavigne? No. no. Who's no. this? This is Michelle Branch, right? Michelle Branch. Oh, I thought it was uh, something else. Vanessa Carlton? Yeah, Vanessa Carlton. Oh, okay. They're the same. I feel like that whole era is basically... The Lilith Fair era. Yeah, the Lilith, the Lilith Fair, Fair era. Yeah. Oh. I felt like Sirius also had like a channel that was like dedicated oh, to sure the Lilith Fair at one point. I'm sure like this, 10,000 Maniacs, yeah. Ani oh, DeFranco. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was before these songs came out. These are where like... No, no, but what he's saying is they yes, li- yes, paved right. the way, right. you know? Right. Oh, Ani DeFranco, I think, was around this era. Yeah. All I think of it is white chicks when I think of this song. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That's oh, true. Oh, it's a very white genre. <laughs> Super white. <laughs> well, the movie debuted, I believe. In the 90s? Yeah. No. Late 90s, early 2000s? No, white chicks? Yeah, with uh, the Wayans yeah, brothers? like mid-2000s. Yeah. 2000s. I shall look it up. Yeah. I th- well, it's in 2004. There you go. Okay, no. so still early-ish 2000s. Mm. Yeah, this like this feels like Dawson's Creek. Like you hear yeah, this music true. and it feels. I don't want to wait Are for those our lives to be over. Dawson to me, I never watched Dawson's Creek. Although it was Daw- who was the female lead on that show? Uh, there was that, that Katie Tom, Holmes, Tom Cruise's and, ex-wife. Yeah, right, Katie yeah. Holmes and Michelle Williams. Yeah, yeah, Katie Holmes. She was also in the original Batman. Um, right? She was the, well, yeah. the, the original of Nolan's Batman. Yes, yeah, yes. she was in the first one, Batman Begins, Batman Begins, and then she got replaced by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Right. Yeah, it was a w- definitely weird switch, I felt like, there. I'm like, <laughs> she didn't want to do the next two movies? Like, I don't know. There were, there was a lot going on. I think that was around the time the when cruise she stuff. Crew, yeah, like, it was getting like, crazy. A lot happening. She allegedly. Might just, I just needed a break. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. So. Um, very important we say allegedly. Yeah, of course. I don't need any grief, you know, in general. But uh, yeah, I, that that genre and that era, two thousand four. What else was popular in two thousand four? I'm trying to think. Like two thousand. What was two thousand? Uh, I mean, what was happening in two thousand four was Kobe hated Smush Parker. I do remember that. Uh, oh no, no, that was pre. That was pre Kobe hating Smush. Two thousand four. Well, two thousand four. Was Lakers, Kobe, and Shaq breaking up? Right. But I'm saying then that was the years that they had those bad teams around Kobe. Like that's the first year of the real bad of the bad team. Top ten songs of two thousand four. Yeah, I was googling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Lamar Odom was was here, right? So that no, was, he. I think he was still in Miami. No, no, they came here. Well, the summer of two thousand four, right? Because that team, the last year, Shaq and Kobe was oh three oh four. So this time, by this time, it was we were wondering if Shaq was going. You know, 
going to be gone. The top 10 songs of 2004, according to Wikipedia, Billboard, the Hot 100. Give it to me. Number number 10. Give me the give me the song. See if I can remember the artist. Number 10, Lean Back. Oh, yeah. Um, Fat Joe. Fat Joe. Yeah. Lean yeah. Back. Number, no, number nine, Goodies. Oh, Sierra. It was, uh, yeah, I didn't remember who it was, my but I remember goodies. the song. My Goodies. is a good jam. Yeah. Number goodies. eight, Hey Ya. Oh, oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I like to call it the song everybody could agree on. Yeah, yeah. Number seven, I Don't Want to Know. I don't, know I don't want to know if she's playing me, keep yeah. it on the low. No. Oh, hell. No, that's I not think it was it. Joe, maybe? Uh, it mm. was Mario Winans. Oh, Mario Wayne. Yeah. With Enya and yeah. P. Diddy. Yeah. yeah. P. Wow. Diddy, that's who it was. I yeah. don't that's a really good. I'm gonna find that one. Number okay. six, the reason. You remember who did the reason? Cause I found the reason for me. Who was Saint? It is who was Saint. Wow, that's a, wow. a good right pull there. by you, Laura. <laughs> Number five, the way you move. Oh, I like also, the way. Outcast you with move. Sleepy Brown. Yeah. Number four, this love. This, this love. love is taking control yep. of Maroon Five. Yeah. Yes, it oh. is. Yeah. Number three, if I ain't got you. Oh, Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Can't sing that one. Number two, Burn. Usher. Yeah. Correct. And then number one, Yeah. By Little John? Little John and Ludacris <laughs> with Usher. <laughs> yes, it is. Wow. There you go, 2004. That's what was happening. I was in high school, and I remember all these songs very vividly. Yeah, I was not in high school. I I hate you, Lindsay. Um, Chris Paul was a, uh, I believe, a freshman at Wake Forest that year, Mm -hmm. and uh, he is now a member at 38 years old of the Golden State Warriors. Jordan Poole is gone, no surprise. They had to get off that Jordan Poole contract. Uh, They had to get off Jordan Poole just because it seemed like nobody there liked him. Uh, at this stage anymore. No. Um, you know, when Steve Kerr did the Draymond podcast, he took a veiled swipe at Jordan Poole when he said, you know, what I love about Miami is nobody complains about their minutes and they seem to play for each other and all that stuff. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> Draymond cold-cocked Jordan Poole. I mean, I kind of get it now. Well, the organization's response... Allegedly. The organization's response was not outwardly saying, but definitely implying... We're on Team Draymond here. Well, I mean, Steve Kerr then said, you know, after immediately when the season was over, said that if we don't have Draymond, we're not a championship team. Okay, you know what it really Jordan Poole's contract was at that point? It was hush money. Yeah. It was essentially hush money, like yeah. public hush money. Yeah. Because he got a bigger contract than I think they wanted to give him, certainly quicker than they wanted to give it to him. But if they weren't going to discipline the hell out of Draymond, they had to give Poole that money. Now... Did that timeline work out that way? I don't remember that timeline, so I'm, that's why I'm asking. Well, because remember, they were talking about like extension and all that sort of stuff. There's also So Draymond's he got ex- punched before the contract yes, extension? Yes, he did. Really? He absolutely got punched huh. before it. Okay. So again, it was kind of hush money. So he got the contract extension right before the season started? Yeah. He got the, he got the contract extension. He got punched, and then with like within like a week or two weeks, he got the money. Okay. I didn't remember the timeline, but I'll, I'll take yeah. your word for it. Um, but yeah, he had, they had to get off him. He was super immature. Um, he wasn't. If you have Steph Curry, much like if you have LeBron James, right? You got to be all in, and whatever those moves are to be all in, you got to do it. And that's the reality of it, right? So Jordan Poole's gone. See you later, uh, Jonathan Wiseman. Or uh, yeah, gone. And then they've got Kaminga and Moody left. And they've been rumored to be shopping Kaminga for a while. For sure. Because he kind of was like Jordan Poolish in some ways. Yeah, he's reportedly complaining about his role. Correct. Whereas Moody has not. Nope. Uh, and they like Moody. They like Moody actually played some in the mm-hmm. playoffs, I thought, and didn't play poorly. You know, like he hit a couple threes. He played good defense. So anyway, now Chris Paul comes in. Here's what I'd love to see from Chris Paul. This is what I told Beto yesterday. 20 to 25 minutes a night. Probably like 55, 60 games and just be healthy during the playoffs and give them a chance. And by the way, I think, and I know Zach Lowe, I think, talked about this recently, that he had talked to Chris Paul going way back to the Houston time, right? And he remembers like having a con- like conversation with Chris Paul about like how Houston was talking to him about like, are you okay doing this? And he's like, yo, I, I can play a lot of different ways. You know what I mean? Like... So, and I think that everyone assumes, of course, because he's so good at the pick and roll action, that that's what he wants to do. 
But if they wanted to play fast, like I feel like Chris Paul's still a really good look ahead passer. You know, there, there's an element of Chris Paul uh, where it's I need to see it to believe it, just because he is a really headstrong guy. Yeah, and he is he plays a very particular style. What I do think though makes sense for this trade for Golden State with him is, and this is one of the reasons why I was not wild about the idea of the Lakers bringing him in. I don't think Chris Paul on his own wants to be playing. 20 to 25 minutes a night, playing off the bench, playing a relatively lesser role on his own. I don't think Chris Paul would But it's seek time. That. It's it, 38. I, of course it's time. Yeah. But not, you know, sometimes the athlete's the last one who knows. The guy in the mirror is always the last person to recognize it. This yeah. is one of the few organizations where he ain't going to argue. Like, what is right. he going to say? I'm better than Steph Curry? He's not. You know, I've done more winning than Steph, Clay, Draymond. Nope. He hasn't. You know, that he knows more about the game than Steve Kerr. No. Like, this is one of the few places where Chris Paul is not going to have a leg to stand on to argue, and I think he knows it. No, for sure. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And there's that. a utility for him. And honestly, like, let me ask you this question. Do you believe that they can have Chris Paul and Steph on the floor together? Yeah. I do, too. Yeah. I mean, Steph can play with anybody. Right. Steph can play with anyone. Like, he's arguably the greatest off-ball player and, in the game. And the difference between them and the Lakers is that Steph doesn't need the ball, to your point. And, I mean, Draymond handles a ton. You know what I'm saying? Like, So having Chris Paul there is actually, in that regard, a bit of a benefit, right? Um, it gets other guys opportunities. And with the Lakers, we both know that LeBron's going to have the ball a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, there, well, the difference, too, is, like, if LeBron, if Chris Paul has the ball... LeBron has some utility off ball, but you don't want him necessarily off ball. You like you certainly don't want LeBron. Well, he's not the shooter he once was. Right, exactly. Like Chris Paul is still a shooter. Steph Curry definitely is a shooter. There's some defensive issues if they play together as a backcourt. I, I think but, if anything with Chris Paul, he's reluctant to shoot sometimes. Like that to me is my bigger issue with well, him. He probably recognizes that he's in some decline that way. Like it'll be interesting to see if he can get into the playoffs and stay healthy because that was also a reason that I wasn't that excited about the idea of bringing him to the Lakers is yeah. he's never healthy in the playoffs. But for the Warriors, I get it. Well, when it came, when everyone thought it was one of the two LA teams, I said there's no question he's a much better fit with the Clippers. Yes. They need him. Yes. They need a real point guard. They also need someone to be more of the leader guy, right, in the locker room and be the accountable guy, mm -hmm. right? Um, and they, didn't have, they don't really have that guy either. So to me, it was... The Golden State stuff was stunning. I still feel like the Clippers are the best fit for him, but I mean, I think it can work. All you right. know, now to what level do I think they're better than Denver? No, do I think and that is currently constant. But they weren't better than Denver with Jordan Poole. Correct. Um, are they better than the Lakers? No, I don't think so either. So, but can they be third or fourth or in that range? Can they put themselves in a position where if Denver has some injuries or if they just have the championship hangover because right. it's difficult oh, it's, to defend? To be the hunted is different. You just want to be in a position where you can capitalize if things break your way. Yeah. Bring in Chris Paul, if nothing else, doesn't hurt Golden State in that yeah. way. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I think the West is fascinating, which is why, as we talked about during Crosstalk a little bit, Portland, just be the bad guy, man. Just, I mean, I look, if I were, now I know they don't have like a real owner right now because it's the Paul Allen estate. And maybe this is part of it, right? Because if there was like an actual owner owner, like if Paul Allen was still alive, maybe he'd just be like, you know what? We can just move on. Well, it's funny because remember we were talking about before, neither one of them wants to be the bad guy. Neither right. one of, I, neither one of, I don't even think it's a game of chicken. I think it's more a game of like guts, like, like, Neither one of them has the stomach to say, I don't want to go. But it's not like sometimes a game of chicken is adversarial. I don't think this is adversarial at all. This is just neither one of them wants to break up. Right. Like they don't want Have to. Have you ever been in that scenario? Yes. Was yeah. it the vegan girl? <laughs> no, no, by the end of that one, I was ready to go. <laughs> but like, uh, you know. What was the vegan girl's first name? Uh, Marina. 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 She was Italian. Oh. Um, she was nice girl. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. I don't know. She said, here. she told me Arrivederci and I said Arrivederci back. To yeah, you. I don't blame you. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, that, that, that not breaking up. I mean, you're, it, I get it to some extent. If you're Dame, do you want to be vilified by the fan base that loved you forever? 
but this isn't LeBron leaving Cleveland, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those people, sorry, Linz, those people were insane when he left, okay? <laughs> Is that a fair assessment? I mean, that one guy that you're referring to that was shown on TV burning no, his no, jersey, no. that one that guy, guy, yeah, he was insane. Forget that guy. I was, the game when he returned was like the seventh level of hell, okay? <laughs> that And by the way. He's a very polarizing figure, and it was a very <laughs> polarizing situation. I mean, the some of those signs are definitely not safe for work, okay? No. Let's just say. I don't care what your job is. Right. It's not safe for work. Yeah, okay? And, and it was awful. Like, awful. Like, still by far the worst thing we've ever seen of a guy returning back to a place. Kevin Durant. I mean, they called him a cupcake. Like, I like, that's not even, like, when you compare it, like, LeBron is a 10, like, Durant was, like, a 3. You know what I mean? So what is Dame? What's going to happen to Dame? I don't, you know what? You know? I don't get the impression that Dame is necessarily as worried about being the bad guy. I honestly think in his heart of hearts, he doesn't want to leave. Like, I think that's a big part of it. He doesn't want to go. Well, because he also talked some stuff previously sure. about wanting to be one team guy. Um, but now... More and more lately, the last year and change, he's kind of tried to reel some of that back in. Well, I think he's recognizing I may have backed myself into a corner. Correct. But if you're if you're again, if they had a real owner, the real owner would just make the decision. They need they need somebody to make the painful decision for both sides and like be the face of the painful. Because if it were me, OK, in this West, they're not going anywhere. No, they're not. Okay, they maybe, maybe are a top eight team. Maybe. Okay. So what are you doing? You just drafted Scoot. You've got Anthony Simons. You've got Shade and Sharp. You could still trade Simons after you trade Dame well, and here, then get parts that fit better. It, here's the thing. If they're not going, they need to be, and maybe they are, but they need to be shopping Simons hard. Oh, yeah. Because, well, that's what they're doing. But what is Simons really going to get you? He's a nice player, but. I don't know. Simons and, say, Chris Murray, who they just drafted. Like, something yeah. built around that. Keegan's brother, by the way. Yeah, yes. if they're serious about this, because. Damon Damon Simons won't work in and of itself, and we know that because yeah. Damon CJ only got him so far, and Simon so far isn't as good as CJ. Yeah. And so coming up next, we'll get into what Dame apparently did. We have uh, I, Lindsay. I sent you the thing. If we can load that real quick um, and have that just kind of like hit the audio of his Instagram story, uh, it's kind of funny. So we'll have that. Um, also. There was a guy crying to Cappy that I allegedly blocked him. Now, I did block him. I may have tried to mute him and just hit block by accident, but this is not the way to go to get yourself back on. Like that, I'm just going to I'm just going to lay that out there real quick, okay? So, we'll get into that. Should I let unblock this guy? Uh, and I'm sure you have blocking stories too. I got too. one from last night. And not I'm, blocking, but uh someone upset with me. Oh, okay. Let's do all that coming up next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, come on now. That's Mario. Mm, yeah. I'll do the cappy thing that he does. Uh, <laughs> uh, offbeat, too. Uh. <laughs> Ruining songs. I just want to know. Playing. You don't know the low. Um, good song. 2004, huh? 2004. Damn, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, someone in the Circle of Trust, uh, you can be part of the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust by going to Twitter and going to their communities, typing in Sedano and Cap into the uh, search bar, and you'll find us there. And you can apply for membership. You have to get past the velvet rope, as they say. So somebody has posted <laughs> that. Uh, so I'm sure some of you may be vaguely familiar. We'll get to the finish the Dame story in a second. Um, and this whole Twitter blocking thing. But this popped up, and I felt like we should address this. So some of you may be aware that Zion Williamson apparently has had some rendezvous with uh, some lady friends, uh, some which um, we will call actresses. Yes, um, of a certain industry. Correct. Hmm. And this one An woman, industry not safe for work. 
Yes, very not safe for work. So You're one- allowed to call him a sex worker. Okay, but let's just call her Mariah for now. That's her name. <laughs> so let's just call her her name. Let's just call Mariah. Okay, so Mariah apparently um, has been on Twitter pretty regularly, and she has about a million followers, and this has been a thing on social media about she's calling out uh, Zion for some of his gallivanting. Let's well, call this it. is he just had a gender reveal. Like this is public. This right. Is, he just he, had he a, did, and she's like, "Well, I can't believe you were with her when you were with yes. me," kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So every day she's been posting on Twitter, right? Uh, <laughs> she's uh, been she's been cranking this thing up. I mean, like, and I'm not saying like one post, like 20 posts no, a day. She has been escalating this. So apparently now she posted a video where she is getting a Zion tattoo on her face. So I don't know where this goes from here. This is completely uncharted waters for me. Uh, I've covered this league now for 20 years. I've seen a lot of stuff. Don't think I've ever seen this before. Okay, my my hope, and I say this really is my hope because as, as incredible and hilarious a story as this is, I guess on the surface, if she's actually getting Zion, the name Zion tattooed on her cheek, right? this signals a woman that is at the very least in a bad place. Yes. Like I, I, this seems like a woman who is very, very unhappy and escalating this thing. My hope, the, the way this is edited on Twitter, you never actually see the tattoo gun go really directly into the skin. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping for her sake, this is staged because I can tell you that is a tattoo she's going to regret. Yeah. Yeah. That is a that is as regrettable a tattoo as regrettable tattoos have ever existed. She is really escalating this thing, George. Yeah. Yeah, she is. I think she's mentally unwell, to be honest, because the fact that like he's got her removed from Twitter, all this nonsense is going on. He's having his gender reveal thing, and she's not involved in it. And now she goes and get, gets a tattoo publicly. I that, feel like that's, that's why I was saying, like, yes, is this in some ways objectively hilarious? Sure, just like in the sense of it's so absurd, but it is hard to overlook the fact that this is a woman who seems like she is deeply, deeply unhappy and quite possibly troubled. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> so anyhow, with Dame, uh, and by the way, there's another Dame Instagram post that I just wow. sent you. There's two now, or two well, stories. the first one I can only post part, I can only play part of it because, you know, there's a lot of swearing going on in there. Okay, well, just, yeah, just play the part that we can play. So this is from Dame's story. Uh, oh, no, he was on Instagram Live, actually. That's what he was doing. He, so it was Instagram Live, and Dame was just chilling somewhere, and this is what we saw and heard. <laughs> they are jamming to Welcome to Miami at Dame's spot. That ain't subtle. No longer subtle. No, that is... Okay, he's doing... I believe... Now, is he trolling? Well, oh no, he's definitely trolling. What I think is interesting about this, though, is he is, according to Sean Hyken, who has covered the Blazers forever. Sean Hyken knows the Blazers as well as anybody. He told me on Twitter, because I was talking with him about Dame, Dame is apparently in France right now. Yeah. So he is bothering to take the time to post this from France. Right. Everybody's in France. LeBron's in France. Draymond's in France. Russell Westbrook is in France. They might all be together. Man, who knows? Well, yeah. Maybe not Russ. But the other three. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, guys. Yeah. No, no. Probably not. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And then there's a second one that I just sent Lindsay. He's just yelling, Jake in Miami. I think that's what he's saying. Jake in Miami? Oh. It's hard. Know. It's very hard to. But I'm uh, just saying, like, yeah. he, there's not even plausible deniability that Lil's like, "Hey, I just happened to be in Miami. This is what's playing in the club." Right. He's doing this from France. Yeah. France. And then yelling about someone named Jake in Miami in another video. Apparently, what is going on here? It feels like somebody's signaling that if you're not going to build a winner around me, send me to Miami. Again, so just go, but just go be the full bad guy now. Like, if you're doing this, is my point. If you're doing this. 
Just come out and say it, man. This actually is worse yes. than just requesting a trade. A hundred percent. This is worse. Just be like, hey, man, it's been a fun ride here for over a decade. We've done some cool stuff. We got to a conference finals. It hasn't worked. It, you know, we're not going to be able to build a championship team in my time here. I love this place. I will forever love this place. I will always be a Blazers fan. But it's probably in everybody's best interest if I go and you guys get a bunch of stuff for me, you know? Yeah. Like, just let's, let's just be human adults the, here. Yeah. If, if you're trying to avoid being the bad guy, this is actually a worse look than just making it clear to the Blazers, you got to trade me. And, I, and I'd like to go to Miami. Right. And Miami, by the way, is one of the few teams that it feels like would be in a position to trade for him anyway. Of course. Them in Brooklyn. This is a two-team race. Like, does he want... Now, the funny thing is, it's Brooklyn and them because he went on that Showtime podcast and was and when he was asked by, I think it was Brian Custer, who was the, uh, the host of that podcast, and I believe it's like a boxing podcast, but they got into basketball. He likes boxing. Oh, he loves boxing, yeah. Um, and he asked them, and he's like, oh, obviously Miami. And then he's like, you know, Bam's my dog. And he's like, well, yeah, yeah, and Brooklyn too. You know, Mikhail's my dog too, you know. But it's like, okay... Everyone knows it's those two teams, so just figure it out. The difference is, though, I, I feel like Miami is a better place for him if he really wants to win. Oh, of course. Like, Brooklyn's Brook not that close. No, Brooklyn's not he's close in a, enough. He's in a slightly better situation than he is now with Brooklyn because they're going to have – I mean, they have more picks than Miami because they've got all those Phoenix picks now. But it's – um, you know, he, he's not closer to winning there. Like, Miami was just in the finals, so he goes there – they're probably the favorite in the East. They needed scoring. Yeah. They needed scoring. They needed shot creation. So Yeah. So it's basically, a, you know, a four-team race, right? It's them. Well, it depends on what happens with Philly. Uh, Milwaukee and Boston, mm -hmm. right? But they're probably the favorite in Vegas in that scenario. Yeah. So just do it. This is so much worse by doing this Instagram stuff. Again, like, he's in France. Right. <laughs> like He's not anyway. even in Miami. Yeah. So real quick, a couple things here. So, um, I, I get every once in a while, like somebody just annoys me on Twitter and I, I rarely block, like for you to be, get blocked, like you have to just be incessant about your, in, your stupidity or like say something heinous. Right. Right. Um, so generally don't block. I mute a ton of people. Oh, muting's great. Oh, right. So yesterday, perhaps I may have had a tequila mandala or two. So I guess there's this one guy who's like Joe G eight numbers, you know? So first of all, I'm like, he's probably a bot anyway. So I'm just, let me just mute him. So I wake up this morning. Okay. No hangover, by the way. I wake up this morning and it's, I see a Cappy reply and it's uh to this Joe G eight number guy. And it's like, Oh no, JS, did you block him? And I'm like, you know, taking off the crusties out of my eyes. <laughs> and uh, I'm reading this and I'm like, yeah, sure did. Sure did block that guy. He, I think he called me smug or this, that, whatever he called me. I just was annoyed by it. And then he did it again. And I'm like, and then he's like, are you, is Sedano that soft? Because, you know, he had to block me. And I'm like, bro, you're crying to my co-host to unblock <laughs> you. Who's the soft one here? It's the very definition of soft. And honestly, I only noticed I blocked him because I went back and I'm like, oh, yeah, I did block him. But I probably just meant to mute him. But because you went, I would have unblocked you if you hadn't gone crying to my co-host. Had you had you just said, oh, Cappy, I'm sorry. Can you get him to bring me back? But no, you went in on me. You called me names. Now I'm not unblocking you. Yeah, actually, point. recently on the Locked on Lakers YouTube channel comment section, somebody left a comment to us recently that apparently we blocked him like 10 years ago 10 years and ago he's like hey i was an a-hole then like i really was a right. jerk then yeah i was a kobe stan who was oversensitive about everything would you please unblock me to which i responded look i have no idea what you're talking about but sure that's fine just you know whatever you did don't do it again but he's unblocked He's unblocked now. The best is Cappy replying, oh, JS, oh, no, JS, did you? Like, Cap's on vacation. Like, go back to your girlfriend and her birthday celebration and just, like, stay off social media. Like, what is he doing getting involved in this? Yeah, and then Laura's trying to actually have a conversation with him, and he has to run away. Yeah, I'm I mean, like, oh, gotta go. It's okay. I, I did not know what was happening. I was just getting all these, like, tweets, and I'm like, 
Do you, yeah, do you think he went time. to her and asked like what what do you think we what do you think George yeah, should do? You can't you can't you can't go crying to Cappy, then rip me to Cappy, and then expect me to unblock you. Yeah. Even though it was completely by accident because I'm mostly a muter. Again, this guy, I don't remember blocking him. But like, that's a nice way to go yeah, about it. Exactly. Yes. And and he's also been watching listening to our show <laughs> regularly so i wanted to thank him now i'm all, all i'm getting in my responses on twitter and my mentions is sedano am i muted that's <laughs> funny <laughs> you'll never know muting is the best because yeah. you know these people are just screaming at yes. you and yeah. have no by the idea. way actually if i actually could see it then you're not muted that's yeah. the whole that's point that's true yeah so if you were muted i wouldn't well, be able but to they, they don't know unless they right, get the they, response they, they just they got tweet now. at me yeah all right coming up next Let's get into the Dodgers a little bit. They're taking on the Astros, and uh, the commissioner of Major League Baseball has infuriated people for the 600th time. Let's get to all that coming up in just a second here, plus what you need to know. Andy's in for Cappy 710 ESPN.